Lauren Bobert, Colorado Congresswoman, theater enthusiast, gun enthusiast, vaping enthusiast. Yes, Lauren Bobert is a woman of many simple pleasures. And when she's not jerking off her boyfriend in a dark theater or posing for Christmas cards brandishing an assault rifle, she toils away in the halls of Congress, where she represents family values, gun ownership, right-wing rage, and the ability to practice Kegels in anticipation of her next date at the Beetlejuice sequel. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Uh, one person said, this is a hill to die on. Get ready. We will not tolerate this. And this, to me, seems to have come directly from a tweet that Representative Lauren Boebert sent out saying that this was Stalinist or, or Mao level and this was a hill to die on. So directly echoing her language and the threat. Several years ago, Lauren Boebert attacked a woman on Twitter named Nina Jankowitz, who had been appointed by the Department of Homeland Security to combat disinformation, specifically the, the type of falsehoods that might provoke Americans to commit terrorist acts. What types of attacks did Lauren Boebert encourage on Twitter? It's not just mean words on the internet. It was real violent threats to me and my family. That I'm uh, a transgender person. Conjectures about my fertility status. Pointing out my weight gain, how my body has changed since I've been pregnant. Broadly sexual abuse, which I really can't repeat in any way. Allegations that I'm a, a groomer or a pedophile. Deep fake pornography of me and then the violent threats. Go hang yourself. You leftist C-word. You're the new Goebbels. Kill yourself, you subhuman sack of S-word. You and your effing family should be sent to Russia to be killed. Pay for it with a heavy price, you stupid B-word. For Nina Jankowitz, this was the most frightening period of her entire life. To Lauren Boebert, this was just one of several tweets she sent out on a Tuesday. Given her upbringing, growing up poor without really knowing who her daddy was, it's not surprising to learn that Lauren Boebert wedded the first womanizer that winked at her. One date with her future and now former husband was a night to remember. He was 24 and she was 17. Yes, you heard that right. He was old enough to rent a car, and she was barely old enough to drive one. They went bowling, where the silver-tongued sweetheart showed off his smooth, sexy skills to two completely different women than Lauren, the one he was on a date with. He loudly told the two ladies, I have a tattoo with your name written on my dick. Then he showed it to them in the bowling alley. Old Rocky Mountain Romeo over here, surely the Shakespeare of Colorado, received four days in jail and two years of probation for jerking his ding-dong out at the bowling alley on a date with Lauren to two entirely different women who were underage, as was Lauren. 
Lauren was so impressed that she immediately got pregnant, married this motherfucker, and then dropped out of high school because that's what you do when you're from a broken home with bad parenting. You marry the first guy that whips his Johnson out at the bowling alley. Forget everything you learned about math, 24 can, in fact, go into 17. Shortly after 5 p.m., Garfield County Public Health stopped by and suspended my food license. So we are not serving food until I meet with them on Monday morning at 9 a.m. For several years, when her then-husband wasn't jerking his dick out at local entertainment venues, they both co-owned two sort of successful restaurants. Because why have one great restaurant when you can have two average ones at twice the cost? Anywho's, one of them called Shooter's Grill received publicity because the restaurant's staff were all open carrying guns in a holster on their hip. It's what they call a uh, rags to rifles story. Shooter's Grill became a shrine to Donald Trump. There was a full-size cardboard cutout of him in the dining room. You could have your burger trumped for an extra two bucks, which meant they added some cheese and ketchup and then lied about how great it was. Shooter's Grill became quite a local phenomenon so popular that the Boberts participated in a local festival, providing pork sliders to the kind community who promptly contracted food poisoning and then shit their pants. It turns out that the restaurant's food is more dangerous than the restaurant's guns. Sadly, Shitter's Grill closed because their landlord refused to renew their lease, perhaps because of their trafficking of weapons of ass destruction upon the unsuspecting townsfolk. How are the restaurant employees expected to safely handle firearms when the restaurant employees can't safely handle a goddamn sandwich? Lauren Bobert has had a difficult life, raised poor, and fatherless, which makes it hard to hammer her for the things she says and does, until you realize how terrible and awful the things are that she says and does. She called a fellow congresswoman a suicide bomber because the fellow congresswoman is a Muslim and wears a headscarf. She's accused dozens of people of being pedophiles, all on Twitter, without any provocation except they happen to be liberals. Never mind that her own ex couldn't keep his prick in his pants at the bowling alley. A month after that arrest, her once and future husband was arrested again for domestic violence against Lauren Bobert herself. A couple months after that, Lauren was arrested for assaulting him, proving all is fair in love, war, and punching your lover in the throat. A couple years after that, Lauren was arrested for allowing her free-range dogs to attack a neighbor's pet. In 2015, she was arrested again at a music festival for preventing police officers from arresting some underage drinkers. She failed to appear in court 
twice. 911, what's the address of the emergency? And then was arrested two years later. Again. Your phone number you're calling me from, sir. For skipping court on a reckless driving charge. Well, tell me exactly what happened. There's a domestic situation happening right in front of my driveway, and now it's bad. It's Lauren Bobert's jackass husband, Jason. In 2019, she joined a white supremacist group. He's running over my mailbox right now. Confronted another guy with a gun at a town hall meeting. Stop, you jackass! Get the fuck out of here! What did we do wrong? And then jumped on the QAnon bandwagon like it was the uh, last lifeboat off the Titanic. I live here. Okay, yeah, I need. There's some... about to be some shit going down here. Okay. And this couple's rap sheet featuring uh, sexual assault. Lauren. Jason Bobert. Physical assault. Jason. Okay. Lauren Bobert. What's husband? he driving? Yeah, Lauren Bobert, the congresswoman. Ignoring court orders, food poisoning an entire community. He told my neighbor to fuck off. Fucking up her neighbor's dog. Chest to chest, face to face. Reckless driving. Looking to fight everybody in the neighborhood. Combined with her desire for no gun control. They all have guns, yes. Okay, just... No sex education. I don't know the kid's name exactly. They got four boys. No immigration policy, no national health care, and the elimination of the Department of Education. Jason Bobert is as dumb as a post. Convinced the citizens of Colorado to elect her their congresswoman. We're getting this out to the officers. I got three in route to you, okay? Now, just the Bobarts. If you know who the Bobarts are, I need a sheriff out here. Hey, let's uh, lighten things up a bit. Here's Lauren making fun of a gay dad. Mayor Pete was on a two-month maternity paternity, whatever the heck you want to call it, leave. The guy was gone, okay? The guy was not working. Because why? He was trying to figure out how to chest feed. Maybe someone should tell him, please, so he can get back to work. Listen, I'm a mother of four. I delivered one of my children in the front seat of my truck. Because as a mom of four, we got things to do. Ain't nobody got time for two and a half months of maternity leave. We have a world to save here. One day, a nine-month pregnant Lauren Bobert began to feel childbirth pains. This situation would normally cause a pregnant mom to go directly to the hospital, but Lauren, she's had multiple kids pop out of her lady parts already, so she felt like she had time to take a shower, fix her hair, put on some lipstick, because you don't want to shoot an eight-pound child out of your cooch without looking fabulous. But either her beauty care routine took longer than expected or her kid was more impatient than expected because as Lauren Bobert was riding in her husband's pickup truck, you know, the, the kind of truck that you use to haul stuff around like lumber, hay, meth, her water broke, giving an entirely different meaning to the word carpool. She gave birth in a pickup truck, which is the most Bobert thing to have ever been Boberted. No word on whether Lauren had to push or if her husband just slammed on the brakes repeatedly. Her husband probably refused to cut the umbilical cord, instead shooting it with an AR-15 to assert his Second Amendment rights. If Mr. Bobert tries to sell you a truck, 
Just say no. I left a prescription at a pharmacy once. Um, I went to get um, birth control and um, I was there at the counter and went to pay for it and um, the, the price was very, very high. I said, wow, is this a three, six month prescription? No ma'am, this is one month. And I said, it's cheaper to have a kid. And I left it there and now I have my third son, Caden Bobert. Um, and so I'm actually, it was, a, it was turned out to be a really great thing. Lauren Bobert had the kid because she found that birth control was too expensive. And instead of correcting that problem once in Congress, she voted against the right to contraception so she could multiply the problem and give it to the next person. Lauren Boebert is responding again as new video shows her office wasn't truthful about her actions that led up to her being kicked out of a musical. This happened in Denver last weekend. The video shows Boebert and her companion being very physically affectionate. When this 36-year-old grandma, Lauren Boebert, takes a dump on her proclaimed family values and gets a divorce, it can be exhausting. What with the being in Congress thing and the always having a loaded gun thing and the plotting to become a great-great-grandma before retirement? Sometimes a lady with four kids just wants a night out on the town, man. Blow off some steam. Maybe get to third base in a darkened theater. So that's what she did. She brought along a date who was not her husband, who she divorced probably because his truck still smells funny, to see Beetlejuice the Musical with a charming Casanova who promptly started grabbing her boobies once the show started. And she might have started giving him a handjob, or as it's locally known, the Colorado stick shift. The guy definitely grabbed her titties, but I can't tell if Lauren Boebert cranked the shaft, if you know what I mean. I mean, her hand was down there giving him the business, but the security tape is inconclusive on whether she milked the bull. Although, if it occurred, it was over the pants, which her uncle, Pastor David, said doesn't count. Shortly after, she got kicked out of the theater in the second act because she was vaping and she was churning butter with her date's wiener. The security camera shows her flipping off the theater staff as she's being escorted out of the building, along with her date, a nice-looking bearded fella that just enjoyed a theater squeezer and looked goddamn thrilled just to be there. She later apologized for this behavior, saying she fell short of her values. Her date night went horribly wrong. But her date's night went horribly right, if you know what I mean, right? And strangely, she upheld Republican values. Because the very first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, didn't get to see the end of the play either. Radical liberals want to destroy the American nuclear family so that people can depend on the government. Lauren Boebert herself tweeted in 2021, There is nothing more important than the family unit and every policy put forth in this country should keep this in mind. Let's look at Lauren Boebert in totality. You might think that someone who grew up poor 
fatherless and dependent on food stamps would have empathy for others in similar situations. Perhaps a teenage mother and a high school dropout would have some humility and gratitude for the opportunities they received. And she lost her home in the 2008 recession, which you'd think might soften her edges, make her more attuned to the struggles of regular folks. But you'd be wrong. She's about as warm and fuzzy as a frozen cactus. Lauren Boebert hates everything that helped her survive. She hates government assistance. She hates social safety nets. She hates anyone who doesn't share her views on guns, religion, and politics. She learned nothing from her hardships except how to be hard-hearted. In an era when school shootings have become commonplace, she posed for a Christmas card with her four sons, all of the kids holding assault rifles. The youngest boy was only seven years old. And let's talk about generational harm. Her mother was a teenage parent, and so was she. And now her son has followed in their footsteps, becoming a father before he can even vote. It's like generational Groundhog Day. The signs of trouble are everywhere. They're flashing like neon on the Vegas Strip. But Lauren ignores them or denies them or blames them on someone else. Breaking the cycle? Nah, that's not her jam. She's stuck in a loop. And it's playing on repeat. 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 Breaking news. On February 28, 2024, Lauren Boebert's son was arrested in Rifle, Colorado on 22 separate charges, including a felony charge of conspiracy to commit a crime. This is the same kid that became a father not too long ago. Now that her son has been arrested, she'll probably claim she reduced crime in her district. At the exact same time, this, is, this isn't a joke, at the exact same time that her son was arrested, Congresswoman Tugjob tweeted, the Biden crime family will go down as the most corrupt political family in American history, which is rich. Considering her ex-husband has a rap sheet, she has a rap sheet, and now her idiot son is facing 22 criminal charges, including felonies. She's the mom of her own mini-militia. If convicted, that kid will be the only one in next year's Christmas card that will be prohibited by law from posing with a gun. And that's only if he's not in Florence Supermax. Lauren Boebert has now filed for re-election in an entirely different district than the one she represents. She's running in the new district because, well, you know, people in her current district now know her. And to know her is to be fucking tired of voting for her. In a recent straw poll, Boebert polled fifth out of all candidates that were in the race. Soon she may no longer even be in Congress, which would give her even more time to do what she does best 
trolling the libs on Twitter, storing pork sandwiches in the bright sunlight of summer, and never learning a friggin' thing. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. It was produced and performed by Eric Gray. Website is up and popping at ericexplains.com. That's E-R-I-C explains.com. Sign up for the mailing list. I just sent out a picture of me dressed as Santa Claus and you missed it. So get on the mailing list. What are you doozing? And as always, if you appreciated the episode, give it a thumbs up or a rating review. Make it look good wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Eric and I'm out of here. Thanks so much. See you soon.